This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard, and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome. We are so glad that you are with us today in this beautiful, beautiful Buffalo day with the sun out. Hey, I want to just say a hi to Barrie, Ontario, and all the different areas in Canada that we are broadcasting from today. Hey, we have a special, special program for you, for you today. I am doing a live remote at Samuel's Grand Manor here in the Buffalo area, and we have Moms for America. And this morning we have just been listening to just all kinds of speakers and we have Ashley Bratcher here with us and from Unplanned. So we're going to be doing several interviews. So right away I want to tell you, hey, you may want to text someone and say, hey, you got to catch Linda's program at 1 p.m. We have so many speakers. We have so many things. And I'm telling you, this is a woman's movement today. It is a gathering. I've called it a gathering, not an event, because it is a movement. And when you have moms in motion, you've got something going. Can I get an amen out there somewhere that we have? Amen. We, we have it happening. But before we start that time, I need to tell you that those Bible studies, those spring Bible studies are up and they're out. All you have to do is either sign up at Bender's Christian Bookstore or go to todayslivinghope.com and look at it.
spilled for the souls of men. For the one who says there is no God, let him come, let him come, and behold the Lord. centuries people have wrestled with questions regarding the future and as Christians we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy end times and the apocalypse and it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at centuries people have wrestled with questions regarding the future and as Christians we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse and it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. 
If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Revelation 1-5, I am loved by Christ. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope.
FM and 970 AM, and I am doing a live remote today at Grand Manor here in the Westerville area, and we have Mom Talks with us, and we've had great speakers and a movement of God happening. I can't even call this an event. This is a movement of God for meeting moms where they are in their homes to make a difference for our world. So right away, I need to introduce to you Kimberly Fletcher. How are you, Kim? Oh, I'm fantastic. <laughs> hey, we know each other. We're from Dayton, Ohio. Yes, we are. We, yeah. we, we, we were neighbors and didn't know it. We didn't know it, yeah. <laughs> we're sisters in Christ. We've there been former go. neighbors. And God has laid something on your heart, and it has been named Moms for America. Tell us how that came about shortly, and then I want to, you to share with them how to be a part of it, what it's about, and what is your end goal. Uh, fantastic. So um, we were founded in 2004, and since then we have grown to be the fastest growing movement of women in America in the last couple of years. And the reason why is because we've not only focused on education, which is a vitally important, we've also given women a voice. And our whole entire goal is to reclaim our culture for truth, family, and freedom, and heal our nation from the inside out, from the mothers and homes of America. That is really where we came from, and it is also where we're going. <laughs> the beginning and the middle and where we're headed. That's and right. For such a time as this, it seems like God's timing has just been perfect with all of this and what's happening in our world and to give value and worth to women. It does matter, doesn't it? It does. And thank Jezebel because for the last um, 40 years we have had these women, people keep calling them people, no, they're women, who have been actively destroying our culture behind classroom doors and private and secrecy and for the first time in 2017 when those women came out and did the women's march they showed us who they truly are and everybody in the country was really shocked and appalled but they felt like they had been ingrained enough and embedded enough in our culture through our kids what they've been teaching them that they could do something that bold but the esters and the Deborahs rose up and that is what this movement is about we are not that, that is not who we are. It does not represent the majority of women in America. And we need to have a voice. And now we have given them an opportunity to have a voice. We are uniting nationally and we're collecting and, and grouping locally so that we can have an impact on our country. You know, we've had a recent decision here in, through our legislation in uh, Albany for the decision of abortion here in our area. And I remember the day that that was announced and we just stood stunned. We, we cried. We didn't know what to think. We were overwhelmed. And we knew in our heart of hearts that it made us have a time of reckoning, a time of really what is valuable here. Where are our roots? Where are they from? Where are they gone? And where do they need to be? So this, for such a time as this and this timing, it is raising up uh, women, Mothers for America, so that we can prepare our homes. We're actually two generations away from any reproduction of discipleship, knowing Jesus and moving forward, getting our values back in our schools and and in life in general. And that's what Moms of America is about, isn't it? Absolutely it is. I think it's really important that we help moms understand just how powerful their influence is. You've heard the old, you know, cute little saying that um, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Well, it's not just a cute little saying. It's an immortalized fact. And there was this wonderful Mm. man named Matthew Vassar. He was the founder of Vassar Women's College. And he said he started the college because he realized that the mothers of a country 
mold its citizens, determine its institutions, and shape its destiny. The future of America is literally in our hands, and our vision of the future is what we're determining. So whatever values we want, we are creating them in our homes, and in one, two generations, we can we can turn this around in one generation just by starting in our you homes. You know, and it seems like what we don't ask for is what we get, and that is absolutely That's nothing. Right. Nothing. So it's time to speak up, to get involved in the schools, get involved yeah. a, in the home. And we're, you talk about taking um, life back and what matters one child at a time, one home at a time, one state at a time, and then one government at a time. That's right. For such a time as this, it's beautiful. Tell us a little bit about uh, Moms for America website. Okay, so I would love people to come to the website because we have all kinds of great resources to help you to be able to build a foundation of liberty and virtue in your home. You can go to momsforamerica.us, like us on Facebook at Moms March, and we encourage you to sign the Declaration of Mothers because that is a powerful document that has given us a voice not only across the country but in Congress, believe it or not. We have a uh, congresswoman who introduced the Declaration of Mothers into the congressional record, and it is just common sense that families, freedom, our founding fathers, those are the foundations of our country. Absolutely. And Moms for America stands for conservative moms standing for life, liberty, and family. That's right. So we're going we're going back to our roots. We're we're saying back to motherhood, back to the wholesomeness of what family life is, is about and raising them in biblical Absolutely values. And, you know when truth. you when you brought up the um the vote. I, I have to say that as polling as the vote was, what really I think killed mothers' hearts and mm. all over the country was the celebratory nature in which they passed it. Not only did they do that, but then they lit up the Twin Towers where thousands of people lost their lives in pink and celebratory nature. That is just, I cannot even, it's diabolical. It's despicable. And I can't believe that we are in a country that people are going to be celebrating something like that. And I think that is really the, was the final straw for the people of this country to say, how did we get there? And now we can have a voice to stand up and say no more. Not not anymore. Not anymore. And then to even add on the fact that even after they're born, we can still abort them. Yeah. It's just murder. Yeah. It's just absolutely. How is, how is that different than what Hitler did? Choosing a, a national group of people to just annihilate. That's genocide. Yes. And when it's his human race, people that have been made in his image that he has brought here on earth, uh, it's time for a change. Absolutely. It really is. Absolutely. So as we conclude our time, and I wish we had more time oh, to talk, okay. but uh, you're going to be back on Mother's Day on my radio program, and you're going to be in October at our women's retreat, October 4th, 5th, and 6th at Ellicottville. So save that date, girls, and mark it down because we're planning, and Kimberly's going to be sharing a lot more. And I need so a retreat. And, and, and she needs a retreat, <laughs> and we're going to give her one. We're going to give her one. So as we just conclude this time with you, Kimberly, would you tell us what the Declaration of Mothers is all about. Would you read it so we can hear it on the air and it can be broadcast just worldwide streaming everywhere? Absolutely. The Declaration of Mothers is the standard and foundation of our Moms March and um, the whole purpose of it is it is a proclamation to the nation telling our elected leaders and policymakers and the media what we want to see upheld and promoted in our society, schools, government, and communities. Every light that we have on our national map is a woman in a community who has 
signed the Declaration of Mothers because we know that there's at least one woman in every city, town in this country that still cares about God, freedom, and family. And this is an opportunity for them to have a voice to say it. When they sign it, we light up the map, and we have a powerful voice. And the more people that sign it, the more women that sign this, the stronger our voice is, and people will listen to what we have to say. Mothers are the heart of this nation, and we are lighting up the the map with Mm, the heart. mm, Absolutely. Praise God. Thank you so much. It's a divine appointment. It's nice to meet you. And there is more to come. I can guarantee it. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, As we continue on our program, just know that you can hear this program again on Today's Living Hope on the Archives next week on my website. I just have been given word for our next speaker. One of the greatest things about the types of speakers and the interactions we have had is from all different segments of where life is, where children are living, what is happening in some of our foreign countries, what are pediatricians saying. And I have a pastor I'm going to be interviewing in just a few minutes, Pastor Roy from Texas. And there's just so many things going on today that if you were not able to catch it or be here today, and actually we are sold out. We are over capacity of what we had planned to do. And you can catch this whole entire gathering time on um, Moms for America website. It is streaming live right now or their first Facebook page. So some of the people that I haven't been able to interview, uh, we are going to put them in 15-minute segments, and we're going to uh, air them at different times on our radio station, Today's Living Hope. So I'm so excited about being able to do this for a movement um, for that God is going to bless and what it's all about. And it started just with a small mom's march. And then it was just two women talking and praying and not knowing what to do next. And right now, it is all over the place, all over the United States. You've got to go to that website, uh, Moms for America, and just check it out. Um, You're going to be hearing more about it from me on my radio program, more things with actual steps that we can do and still be in our environment Still, as a practical mom, raising children and all the things that are, are happening, that we'll be able to um, just come together and be where you are and do bite-sized things, but to make a, a difference, to create community, and to just come together as women for the future. So I'm so excited that that is happening, and I'm waiting for my next guest to come up and sit down. Her name is um, Dr. Rose Stein. And um, so I'm, oh, I'm, I think I'm getting Rose Tennant. Yes, I am. So um, I just saw her here. I want her to come back here and sit down. I don't know where she went. Uh, we are live from Samuel's Grand Manor here in Westerville, New York. So I'm so excited that I get to be here and the privilege of bringing this to you here, our listening audience, no matter where you're tuning in to or from, whether you're driving in your car, uh, whether you have it on and you're doing some work, we are just glad so much that you are with us and that you are able to be a part of what's happening right now. So I, my next guest I would like to welcome is Rose Tennant. Hi. Hi. And she is a fellow radio person. That's right. I was telling you, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> The lineup here on the radio station and just seeing other women. There aren't a lot of women doing what we do, so good for you. Good well, for thank you. you. I'm, I'm, I need to talk to you on the side and, and learn from you because you've I been doing this. I don't know about that. <laughs> you've been doing it a lot longer than, than well, I have. 
a long time. <laughs> but your message was um, really impactful, and you've been uh, on the Fox News. You have uh, written a book. What is your book title? Uh, the book is Thanking Our Soldiers, and it was really a compilation of letters that I received um, from people in my audience. I told a story once about how I saw a couple of service guys in a restaurant, and I secretly picked up the tab. But what I didn't know is there were way more service guys than I thought, and the waitress kept saying, are you sure you want to do this? And I thought, why is she asking me that? And then I found out later there's like 20 guys in the back room <laughs> that were all service members, but I was happy to do it. But I told the story on the air, and that led to people telling me what they did for service people. And then I started getting letters from service people who said, this is how we feel when that happens mm-hmm. to us. So this is how much it means to us. So that's what that's all about. Well, and we talk, there's a lot of things we talked about when you spoke that I can't mention on the air just because they wouldn't, couldn't relate because they're not part of it. But you have a message, too, for women in history right. for moving forward. And we're, Moms for America is here. Uh, what would you like to tell our listening audience that, that God has laid on your heart and what he has done out of your being and why you're even doing radio? That's two or three questions. Thanks for, thanks for asking it, though. I, I'm glad to talk about that. Yes. Um, I'm so excited because I think that uh, it's significant that we are in the times that we are in because there's no doubt about it that these are trying times, and these are times that are going to determine where we go together as a country. It's going to determine our future. As women, we play a significant real role in all of this, and, and it's, it's, I think it's not a coincidence that next year we celebrate 100 years of the 19th Amendment, which gave us women, we women, the, the right to vote. And that is so important because, and here's the thing that a lot of people don't really know. You know, we, we saw the State of the Union address and um, some of those women dressed in white uh, showing solidarity with their suffrage sisters. What they don't know, and I, went, I was like yelling at the TV screen, what they don't know is that those suffrage sisters were Christian women. They were women of great mm. faith. They were women that were influenced by the Second Great Awakening. They have no idea. They Absolutely. have no idea. They were conservative women, and for the most part, they voted Republican once they had the right to vote. The women that finally had the right to vote voted Republican and supported Republican. And it was a Republican senator, by the way, that introduced the legislation to Congress, you know, for the right to vote, and it took 40 years after you that. You know, we have several presidents have come from the New York State area, and they have always said behind a successful man is a... Surprised uh, woman? Is a, no, okay. no. <laughs> it's his, it's his wife. But yes. I want to say behind every successful man has been a successful mom. I like that. I like that because there's so much that we can be influenced that we don't even realize. We don't even, there were things, there's some bad things too. I influenced my son because I'm afraid of certain things and I made him fearful, right? I'm like, oh shoot, I did that to him. But overall, I think the bottom line is that we, we carry, the Bible says that we can persuade someone without speaking a word. Yes. That's how strong um, our persuasive powers are. And, and, I, and I think we forget that as women, and we owe it to our suffrage sisters. We owe it to our forefathers. We owe it to what God has given us as women to make sure, because the one election could change the course of an entire nation. Uh, one well, election. One election, and we've, uh, we've seen that over the history, yes. that that has actually been, yes. tru- been true. And the other thing for women, um, they like to um, be on their knees. They have power in prayer. And this, as the saying goes, the Lord loves knee email. <laughs> so as I we like pray, that. as powerful women, 
in spirit, yeah. not hear me roar. We're talking right. that we are Agreed. conservative women right. who are living for life, liberty, and family, bringing our values back, making our homes whole. That's right. And you're on the radio just promoting that. And what station are you oh, on? Oh, by the way, Rose Unplugged. You can get a podcast um, uh, anytime. Um, I was recently on a local station around here. We won't mention it because it's not your station. So, so <laughs> well, uh, I won't even say there. It won't colors. be long. You'll be on ours again. There you I'll go. just tell you. <laughs> and um, so roseunplugged.com is my Facebook. Twitter is at rose underscore unplugged. And then roseunplugged is where you can go, .com, for my podcast. So oh, anybody wonderful. can listen anytime. Well, yeah. uh, I also, we're doing all the speaking today in 15-minute segments. And so I'm going to plug those in. And we are going to air it again on my station. Oh, and for great. my time and hours, we know how we're going to just get oh, that right perfect. in there. Uh, if we have to do it, it takes a couple of weeks that we're going to do it. What would be one thing if, from what you are doing and what God has called you to do that has impacted you the most at the core of your heart, of your being? That's an interesting question. Um, I think for me right now, I'm in a completely different place right now because um, I feel that I'm learning that I have to trust him, that I every day now when I get up, I say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And it's a choice. I decide every day that I'm going to, before I even get out of bed, I'm going to rejoice in this day and be glad in it. And I've also been asking a lot and seeing remarkable uh, outcomes, just asking God, what do you want me to do? Because the Bible says that a man plans with his heart, but the Lord delivers his footsteps. And I can tell you, Linda, I have done it so many times. I will make plans. And you know what? A lot of times God gave me those plans, but he just had to tweak it a little bit. Yes. They need a tweak. And yes, absolutely. Boy, he did it the right way. And you know what? It. That Just what um, was said just, just this moment, um, that he has a plan for each one of us. He does. Jeremiah 29, 11. Amen. So if you're hearing our voices today, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about something. I know every woman that's sitting in um, Mom's Talk today here at uh, Samuel Grand Manor are saying, Whatever the spirit is moving, I have to be, I'm thinking, and he's nudging me. Maybe he's kicking me. Maybe he's burying me. Maybe he has to. So, <laughs> so what is our responsibility? Walk in obedience. That's it's right. not to try to decide. The decision's already been made. That's so good. So That's so right. Pray, praise God. Yeah, Thanks so much absolutely. for being Thank with us. Thank you for being here and doing what you do. I think it's great. Oh, praise God. You're such God. a neat lady. I, right away last night when I met you, I was really excited. Oh, but this is a really neat person. I can tell. I can tell. You all are very lucky to have her in the audience. So, Hey, we're going to take a short break. This is WDCX 99.5, Today's Living Hope, with your host, Linda Penn. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. 
For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future, and as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Signs for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We are so glad that you are here and that you've tuned in. And yes, you can catch this program next week by going to my archives, todayslivinghope.com. Just pick it up and listen to the entire program. Hey, ladies and men, don't forget to sign up for those Bible studies that are starting the week of April the 23rd. That is also on both my Facebook pages, Linda Penn or Today's Living Hope. Well, right now I would like to welcome Pastor Roy Clark. How are you, Roy? I am with. And you are from Texas. Yes. And you don't have an accent. Well, no. I don't. Okay. <laughs> and I don't have a New York accent, so we're, we're both good. We're, we're good. Well, I loved what you said today, and you do many things in the Midland, Texas area, and you're also, um, you and your wife minister together and involved in so many things. And uh, as you share, I wanted someone on the air today, uh, a fellow pastor, yes. um, to talk um, to our pastors or to congregation for pastors. I do know uh, Saturday... Um, kind of a message has gone out for each one of our churches to to pause for five minutes um, in just memory of what is our legislators have done and the abortion issue and then have some prayer. Mm-hmm. I also know today at 10 and 3 there are vigils going on at the Planned Parenthood locations here in New York um, to pray for them and um, to understand really what's going on. And I'll be talking to Ashley um, Bratcher just a few minutes uh, towards uh, the 2.30 hour uh, about the, the film. But what would you like to encourage pastors and congregations? You're in the spot of that role, that leadership. You have conservative values. Yes. You have a biblical um, stance. And yet, um, I think sometimes we're afraid to speak up. So, yes. Pastor Clark, just really talk to our audience and to pastors out there. Okay. You know, one of, the, one of the deepest struggles that we have is the inability to give hope as shepherds. And uh, I, don't, I know that we don't preach that enough, but as ministers, we have to trust in Joshua 1.9, where the Lord tells us to be bold and mm-hmm. courageous. The outcome doesn't belong in our understanding always. But as shepherds, we must preach the truth whether we feel it or not. And sometimes the truth is uncomfortable. Especially in the time that we live in, where everything is, uh, we live in a, a culture of pragmatism, where if it seems right, then if it works, let's do it. 
and, and we forget about the things that, that God says. But I want to encourage shepherds and pastors to really be biblical in your message. To go back to, as Jeremiah said, the ancient ways and seek those paths because they still work. If we would just seek the righteousness of God and implement that in our teaching and our preaching to the people and make sure that those things are embraced outside of the church, in the marketplace, we will see a change in our culture. Mm -hmm. I was in a a group of men the other day, Mm -hmm. pastors, and we were praying, and we were talking about the ancient wells of revival and the things that have happened in history and the foundation of which we all sit on. We, you know, we've had our parents pray for us. We've had people pray for us, church people that have been dead and gone for a long time. And do you believe that God wants to open up new wells now? Mm. Without a doubt, I believe he wants us. I believe he wants to open those new wells, but I believe that the opening of those new wells is directly related to our pursuit of him how hard we will press after him. And I think we've, we've fallen back on that. We're so busy, we don't really have a, Most pre- pastors, on average, don't pray but about three to five minutes a week. Really? And that's one of the reasons why the church is so weak. So what you're telling me is the church has lost its power. Absolutely. And we need to get the power back. Yes. And it's not about religion, is it? No, not at all. It's about appealing to God to do what he's done before. Do it again, Lord, in our lifetime, in Mm -hmm. our generation. But our love for God must equal the love that those had of old in those revivals when those women were praying and those men were praying. And they would stay there until God moved, until he did something. Well, we got dinner to cook and, you know, jobs to go to. Mm-hmm. So we're saying that it's time for us to reevaluate priority yes. and time. And it's time to not just know more, but to be more in our being. And in doing that, we need to spend that time. Amen. Not getting more information, but silence, Amen. prayer, solitude. Asking him what he wants us to do. And then listening for the answer. And then be alert that he still talks. Amen. And he wants to guide each one of us. He didn't put us here on earth to do nothing. Amen. <laughs> Not Amen. just for the 401k. And, but he wants us to be empowered. He came to rule and reign in the world. Amen. So, um, and he does that through us. We are his vessels, his hands, his feet. And if we want the world to look upon us or look upon God and be impressed with him, then they must see him in us and be impressed by us. Absolutely. So, you know, and we we can get sidetracked because the life that we live in, the world we live in, is absolutely busy. We're raising kids. They're in sports and all kinds of things. But we must find a way to get back to God. What would you um, say to about the spirit of unity uh, for the church, what God has called the, the church to be in unity? I would say... That it is not sameness, but a oneness of purpose. Say that again. That unity is not sameness. We don't have to be alike, but it is that we pursue the same purpose. And that purpose is the godly outcome because the, every direction we move in, the Bible, has, the Bible speaks to it. And we want to know what God's pursuit is in that particular direction. Mm-hmm. Now, you started uh, a church in Texas, mm-hmm. and you started it in homes. Yes, started yes. in my home. And um, 
Where has God taken it? He has taken it from 15 people to about 900 people now. Okay. And that's and we've been in existence since 1991. And if I would lighten up a little bit, we could probably be a mega church by now. <laughs> but I won't lighten up on the message. I have a philosophy. I love people and I love God. And some and I'm going to preach the truth. And sometimes the truth is offensive. And I always tell the congregation that the scripture will hurt you before it heals you. It's always going to cut you because we're human. We're frail. We fall and we have fallen. But the Lord wants to bring us back from that place where we have fallen. Or if we're still falling, he still loves us. Absolutely. And we always have to go back to the pain of sin. Amen. And that's what we we really don't want to do. We want to deny it. We want to run from it. You know, we think time's going to take care of pain. And Joseph was a great example Mm -hmm. of how he needed to face it and go back to it. But in order for us to be healed and have the truth, it's to face that pain. That's right. And uh, I would have to say from your spirit and what I gather from Mm -hmm. you, Pastor Pastor Roy, that your genuine love for people. Uh, is and really outstanding and drawing people who are hurting and who right. not afraid but to love first, right. build the relationship, and we don't have to compromise on message or uh-uh. be more entertaining uh-uh. or, or any of those things. We just have to share the love of Christ. We share the love of Christ. Christ. And we do it every day with hurting people. I mean, it doesn't matter where they are in a homosexual lifestyle, a immoral lifestyle of some sort, or whether they're just lazy, it, it doesn't matter. We, the love of God in us is the nectar that we use to draw in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the movie Unplanned really showed oh. that for the compassion yes. for the woman who is in such fear having an abortion yes. and how she needs to be loved and mm-hmm. gathered upon and accepted and brought in. And then for those of us to really be humbled ourselves That's and right. not forget where we came from, how right. sinful we were That's at right. one time, mm, and how we need to not be arrogant about what we know and amen. where we are, but that we need to be so blessed and realize the reality of what amen. our salvation truly means. Amen. Yeah. So My wife talked about a young lady this morning. Yes. She talked. Yes. The part that she didn't get to was that young lady ended up having a total of seven abortions, and she has one daughter now. She saw a sign on our church. She would go swim across the street at the swim center. And she came to the church by the invitation of another friend. And she's never left. She found God at the altar. And she said, I never felt by God forgiveness until I surrendered at the altar that day. Mm -hmm. And she stayed there. The church was out and people were gone. And she was still at the altar. She said God was hugging her. Mm. The Holy Spirit was doing his work. And he he brought his whole being to the center of her soul it's just beautiful that's what it's about it's not about numbers it's not about um getting recognized but it's about following god's call and being anointed in that from him amen and then just doing his work and walking obedience amen so thank you thank you pastor roy for what you're doing thank you that you are going and you're moving and you're finishing, going to finish well that call, no matter what it Amen. takes, no what, no matter what our world brings to us. Amen. Thank you so much for your message and Carla's today, Thank and uh, we'll be airing that sometime uh, on our radio program. I'm so glad that you were with us today, and may God continue to just bless Amen. your socks off. Thank you. God okay. bless you. All righty, thanks. We're going to take a, take a short break, and this is Linda Penn with today's Living Hope on WDCX 99.5. Don't you dare go away. We got a lot more we want to share with you. We'll be right back. 
Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad to be at Samuel's Grand Manor today for Moms Talk. Coming into the area, which represents America, Moms for America, we've had several different speakers. And uh, this is a conservative movement, a conservative movement of moms standing for life, liberty, and family. So we've just been talking to everyone, and I'll be talking to Ashley Bratcher here in a few minutes, who is the gal who... God brought into the spot of being Abby Johnson on the movie Unplanned. Right now, I want to welcome uh, Rosemary Stein, Dr. Rosemary Stein. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm so happy to be here, Miss Linda. <laughs> this is this is good, and we even brought in good weather. I think you brought in our good weather from North Carolina. It's a lot warmer in North Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so. You have been a pediatrician. You and your husband have been practicing for over 23 years, and you have quite a practice of, um, I think I heard the number like at 5,000, and you're really ministering to moms and parents and children, and um, I really feel like we're in crisis, Rosemary. Sadly enough, you're right. I think that uh, America is in crisis mode, but it doesn't have to be that way because moms can be strong and we can strengthen each other so that our children can do well again. Absolutely. You have a great book out called Who Needs a Village? And it's a mom thing. That's right. At first I wanted to just name it It's a Mom Thing, but it sort of needed something. And uh, one of my uh, nurses said, you know, you know that thing that politician says that who needs a village? Who needs a village? And I said, that's it. She just said it, just just, just by um, by faith. 
and so that's how we named the book, Who Needs a Village? It's a mom thing because really the village is what we put around our children, what we allow to influence our, our children. And we are the village. And as a friend told me once, if, if there is a village, I'm the mayor. If what? If I'm the village, then I'm the mayor. <laughs> I think that's really good. We need the village to raise a child. I think it takes a church to raise a Christian child. That's right. The, the the village that the child should be raised in is the village that the parents have foreseen should be around that child. Uh, and instead of being an an active uh, an active force, it is now a passive. To raise our kids, and we we have to get back to our foundations and our voice inside of our children. I think we've had a child um, parenting home, which what I mean is the child is parenting the parents rather than the parents parenting the child. Home-based, child-focused. Not saying we're not taking a responsibility, but we're not training up with biblical standards, and um, we're just not teaching them what they need, and we're actually um, just um, we're giving them too much. We want them to have what we didn't have. We want them to love us because we weren't loved. And it's just gotten all reversed, hasn't it? Yes, I believe so. And it really started about 50 years ago with Dr. Benjamin Spock. He told moms that uh, the children knew the children knew how to raise themselves, and so it put doubt into moms' minds of when they were raising their children that perhaps they were being too rough on them, and that they shouldn't push their personalities and what they wanted out of their children, and instead that the child is giving us a sort of cues on how the child is supposed to be raised. And when a mom has second, has doubts about how she's supposed to raise her child, the, her, the voice between God and that mom starts to filter out. And so she's looking for cues instead of looking for a real voice inside her heart that she intuitively already has. I think sometimes, too, we grow up in families that haven't come from a Christian home or haven't learned how. Or there's just been a lot of things happening in that family that when we come to know the Lord, we want to do it differently. We want to do it biblically. We actually don't know how. And that may have not been modeled for us. So it makes it very difficult to, to begin that and to study that. And that's where the church comes in. And that's where the home and mentoring comes in. I, I believe that. But unfortunately, if you look around even our churches, it's not like we as a church were doing a much better job than unchurched children That's or families. True. And so a lot of it is, once again, that we have let our children be the ones to raise themselves instead of our actively raising our children and understanding that, that they take their cues from us and not the other way around. That's what become sort of a, a nation of... Disney World and Chicken Nuggets instead of understanding that we're not doing them any favors by leaving nothing inside their hearts. They need to have some good values, good food, good training in their lives before they can choose for themselves. Kids don't know what to choose, and it's, it's a tragedy to let the kids choose. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we could tell stories about this. I, I think I could talk to you for hours and um, plan on having you back on the program sometime because um, you know, a pediatrician plus uh, we want to raise our children mind, body, soul, and spirit. So you as a, you and your husband both as Christian doctors, you minister that way and try to help and 
with the books that you write and how you are helping the children. For our listeners and for moms out there, what would you say a few things that could begin right away? I think one of the most important things as you start when you're, let's say you're pregnant and you're thinking of, of, of each day having this child, is to really pray for the heart and the soul of this child. And as the child is growing, continue to pray and to look for, the, for God's grace and, and direction for the child. But more, not, not more, but equally to that, is to look for those phases of development and why do I need to do certain things and why is it not a good idea to let my child tell me when he or she is ready to be potty trained. And I'll put it in a, in a small nugget. It, when we delay development because we're looking for our ch- child to tell us something, then the connections don't happen at the right time. And when that happens, something else that's delayed and then therefore something else that's delayed and therefore and thereon. And that is why we're, we have many times weak children. It's not because we want to force ourselves on them. We, we're not looking to be unkind. We're really looking for, for a sometimes severe kindness and patience. Uh, it seems like we're, we're being harsh on our children, but really we're being quite loving and very kind to their future. And so that's why it's important to teach our children to maybe get rid of that passy, but it doesn't need to be unkind. But those things will herald the next phase of the child's development by doing that and opening up the next step for your child. Absolutely. And we that biblical verse, tramp a child in the way it should go, and later he will not depart from that, is that as I watch our universe and our animals and creation and human beings, we are the only species here on earth that has to be taught everything good because everything bad has been pre-programmed did you have to teach your child to lie steal no it all came pre-programmed from that great sinful nature that was set up from adam and eve and that's so funny because i'll get so many moms that'll come back and they'll say i don't know where he learned that i said you don't need to learn that they just know how to lie but they did it they they did it so convincingly yes they're wonderful actors isn't that a great thing right from the beginning but you can't be- have them believe their lies because then it becomes something that's very bad but don't get on your child because he or she is a liar they're supposed to be that, and we're supposed to teach them that those things are bad by giving them consequences. Well, I've always heard that when they're acting up and they need discipline or they need attention, that's the reason they're doing it. They want parameters. They want to know what's okay, what's not okay, and uh, an indication of spending more time or just kind of re- re-emphasizing some things or re-looking at some things that might be missing. How can our listeners get a hold of you through Facebook or uh, your books again? Tell us your, your titles. Oh, thank you so much, Ms. Linda. Uh, well, uh, on Facebook, I'm on Rosemary Stein, MD. Uh, and you can like the page. Please follow it and share it. I do um, about weekly talks uh, where I address different issues. And if you message me and tell me something specific that I'm going on at home, I won't use your name if you ask me not to, uh, but I will talk re- regarding the subject that's important to you because parents have so many questions today. Uh, but I am in North Carolina. I have parents that come 
from all, a whole bunch of different states uh, to actually sit down with their children because I've uh, dealt with uh, autism and children who were very developmentally delayed. And believe it or not, the power of Helen Keller's story is still there. A loving mom with a good support system can actually save a child that you think that this child cannot develop into anything. But with very loving, patient uh, support and work, children can be saved again and they can have the future of their own so that mom and dad don't have to worry that what's going to become of my child when I'm not around. Mm. Absolutely. And the blessing that God has given us with children, everyone is a divine appointment. Everyone is made in his image. And no matter what is going on with them, he wants them here on earth. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. I learned so much from you. And I know our listeners really go to those locations and, and very helpful for us raising our children. Moms for America. Moms for Jesus. Moms who are going to make a difference one child at a time, one home at a time, one state at a time. And even till it hits our nation and globally, wow, what power, what power from one mom with her children making a difference. Thank you, Rosemary. So wonderful to have you on our program. Thank you so much. Yes, the power of a mom is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take another break right now, and we will be back with more. Don't go away. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. And as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Science for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. 
Hey, you know that we are not confused. We are not lost if we have the person of Jesus Christ that lives in our heart and our lives. And I'm telling you, this has been life-changing for me to be at Samuel's Grand Manor today for Moms for America. They've been here since 9 o'clock this morning with several speakers. And I wanted to invite some of them. And we're going to play longer portions uh, later in my programming. Each one did a 15-minute segment. So we'll be able to do that at other airing so you would be able to listen to that plus we're they're streaming live on their facebook moms for america but we're going to bring it up again and we're going to use it because this is a movement we've had a gathering today not an event because we really plan on now putting some steps and actions to what god has called us to do for the holy spirit moving us for this movement that that is happening and i'd like to uh, welcome right now rebecca Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Wonderful. It's so great to be here. I so enjoyed what you had to say. And we only have about 10 minutes, maybe eight to nine, really. And uh, so let's just kind of cut to a chase and let's just make, um, let's do a, a, a summary of what you talked about. So our women and men and women who are listening, uh, in our 7 million listening area and streaming worldwide. And I know I'm in some foreign countries because we want to make an impact. I love it. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to repeat on radio what I shared today because I was exposing the radical sex education agenda that's come to the public schools in America. If it's not in your state, beware. It is coming to a state near you. So my job today was to share with folks that our children are being taught uh, as early as preschool in California now, where I'm from, Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, your mommy and daddy didn't know your gender when you were born, so they assigned you a gender. And there's really a spectrum of genders, 30, 40, 50 different genders, and someday you'll figure out your gender. Uh, That's just a highlight that I can share on the radio. Uh, There's also pornographic material Mm -hmm. that teachers are being asked to teach to children. And when we say, I I won't teach that, well, the teachers' unions and the ACLU and Southern Poverty Law Center and Planned Parenthood, the folks behind this, made sure to write into our law that if teachers wouldn't teach it, then the experts would come in and abuse your children. So Planned Parenthood will come in and do it. Well, we are, you already have uh, our bottom line. This I'm listening to what you said earlier, and what our listeners are listening now is that we need to get involved in our schools. Absolutely, we need to know what's being um, taught. We know needs. We need to know how it's being taught. What is the content of it? I did catch um, a school, and I can't remember where or what um, state it was, but they said it was mandatory. So the parents just didn't allow the children to show up, and so 600 children were missing, so they just canceled the, the time. But we do want to know, because we are guided by biblical standards. Yes, we are. And the frightening thing is we need parents to get involved daily and to speak out and to fight against these laws, because in my state, California, you cannot opt out of the gender identity portion I just described to you. It can show up at any time, mm-hmm. any grade level. Parents won't know about it because it is uh, billed as an anti-bullying lessons. And so it can be in preschool, kinder through 12th grade, and parents can't do anything about it. Well, yes, we can. We can fight back. But it's been disguised that we may just innocently, innocently not even know about it. You're right. 
Yes, when we get the letters sent home to us uh, for the sex ed uh, portion of, uh, you know, the other lessons that I can't describe on radio, uh, all they do is send home a, a paper, one page with a child that makes it look like, oh, we're going to talk about the birds and, birds and the bees. If a parent does not see the letter, say it's stuffed in the bottom of the backpack or whatever, and if the parent doesn't sign the letter, all children are impacted. They're automatically opt-into it. Parents don't even know about it in many cases. So we do have to stand up and we have to get aware and we have to fight. Are the parents allowed when this is being done to actually attend? Are they allowed to ask ahead of time what will be the agenda and what would be the information that will be shared? This is what's so frightening. Here in, in this free country, America, we have these teachers unions and their allies who are literally writing laws that make it very difficult for parents to do what you just described. So number one, in California, our new law, the California Healthy Youth Act, which, by the way, there's not much healthy about it, it's actually written into the law that school districts are not permitted to give parents information up front and say, here's everything in the lesson plans. Now, would you like to opt in? That's against the law. Why? Because no parent would opt in once they see these lessons. So parents can only opt out. It's been amazing to me as I have listened to men and women um, speaking um, today, as I have seen even biblically what has happened, that God wants to use ordinary people, ordinary men and women. Our first example were the disciples. (laughs) Neither one of them, none of them qualified. Uh, None of us qualified in and of ourselves, no matter what our degree is, um, even because God wants to use our inner being through our image of our relationship with Jesus Christ. But he is calling for men and women. Today we're talking mostly about women, ordinary, ordinary women who are taking care of their homes, who are raising their children to do extraordinary things, but things that they can handle right where they are that's going to make an impact Mm -hmm. one home at a time with Mm -hmm. one child at a time, Mm -hmm. and then to do extraordinary things as I just watched Karen and Kimberly talk about how God laid this on their heart, two people, different states, and how they have put together, and God has funded and everything, and this thing is sweeping across Mm -hmm. our nation, Moms for America. And I am personally excited to be bringing this uh, any way I can to the state of New York and to the city of Buffalo and to my radio program. You have taken time off now. Um, God has called you with a specific assignment because you are an educator. You are a teacher. So you know the insides and the out. And yet he has given you a direct assignment. He has. And what's so interesting, you said he calls the simple um, you know, he uses the simple to confound the wise. Yes. I was a kindergarten teacher. Talk about simple. I spent my days dancing and singing and teaching children phonics. And the Lord said to me, you know, it's time to start writing editorials to expose what's going on in the unions. And he used the story of the widow's mite and those two mites that that widow cast into the offering mm-hmm. jar. You know, he told his disciples she just gave more than the wealthy because she gave from her faith. He used that story to give me the courage to step out and to speak out and to expose unions. And he showed up. I ended up lead plaintiff in a national lawsuit that went to the United States Supreme Court and eventually freed all public sector 
employees in the entire nation from forced unionization. And you're a kindergarten teacher. I am a kindergarten but teacher. But most importantly, you are a daughter of the King, King of, King of Kings, Kings and the Lord, the Lord of Lords. Of Lords. Yes. And uh, you know from which you come from. You know the stand that you stand on, biblical standard that has, seems to be lost. And we're here to create um, a new well. Yes. Open up an Amen. old well from our history, from the way it used to be, uh, to be able to move forward and make our homes whole again and to safe make our, again and, and safe yes. again and to have an impact in every area yes. of our lives for future generation we're doing this for our children our grandchildren and their children exactly. to come exactly for such a time as this until the lord returns Amen. oh my gosh Amen. this is so powerful this is so good this is so impactful if you as a listener out there just to think i i hope we have stirred your heart i hope you have you're cheering or saying yes amen i wish you could hear uh actually bratcher right now i wish i could hear her because i'm doing the radio program and she's in talking she'll be on in just a few minutes but um for the excitement and the applause you're probably hearing it through the um through the microphones right now for what god is doing and what he is rising up what he's doing is he's rising up the church yes and he right. is causing revival to that's come that's right and all we have to do is say yes all we have to say do is say he does the rest he does the work all we have to say is i will obey and step the one step forward and he absolutely does the rest that's right. and aren't we totally amazed <laughs> we're just shocked every day so thank you so much for uh, for just being with us we will be praying for you thank if you. somebody wants to catch you on facebook or your face uh or your website what is yes. it for kids and country dot org for kids thank you so much for thank being you. with us and we're so glad that you were with us today and i'm sure we're going to be talking again i hope so okay <laughs> blessings thank you blessings to you we're going to take another break and we'll be right back with ashley bratcher who is the gal who played the role of abby johnson on unplanned Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as 
best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. Of course, we didn't have the phone lines open today because we had so much that we wanted to bring to you, and we'll certainly be doing that at another time. Please check out momsforamerica.us. And um, if you want to hear the speakers again that we've had on the radio program, go to my archives, todayslivinghope.com next week, and they'll all be posted and up. Also, we're going to be airing the 15-minute segments of each part of Mom's Talk Today that has been at Grand, at Samuel's Grand Manor because we want you not to miss any of it. Well, my guest right now, and what a privilege it is, Ashley Bratcher. Hi. Hi. How Thanks are for you? Thanks having me. I'm so good. This is an amazing event. This is an amazing event, and you're an amazing person. Oh, thank you. And just uh, went to see the movie, and just I loved watching the expressions on the people who were attending. Yeah. And, of course, the tears. I just was so excited for the men who attended, uh, for the young men, teenagers, young fathers. Um, I know several moms that sent their boys and girls to, to the movie and the impact and compassion that it brought to all of us. It really brought a reality of um, the destruction mm-hmm. of an abortion. Mm-hmm. It also gave us so much compassion yes. for those women who are hurting, who mm-hmm. are confused, who are angry. And as you played that role and um, told that story, uh, it had just so much impact. And it God has just really used it in the box office. And this yes. is, we're talking about, we're rocking our world here, girl. Oh, yeah. Are you, definitely. Are God you excited? I, I don't even have words to express how I'm feeling. Oh, I bet, I bet you don't. Uh, sometimes it seems overwhelming and it takes a while to process. I do want to ask you um, two questions. One of them is um, how, when you were first approached to play this role, what kind of went through your mind as you uh, walked through making that decision and then that commitment? Well, the interesting thing is I didn't know who Abby was before I got this role. I didn't know who she was before I had auditioned. But when I got the couple of pages from the script to audition, all that I really knew was that Abby worked at Planned Parenthood, but that she was charismatic and kind of funny and pretty feisty. And I just thought, oh, she's kind of a cool lady. I want to look her up and and get to know more about this woman. And when I did... That was the first time that I heard her testimony. That was the first time that I heard her describe what she witnessed in that ultrasound-guided abortion. And it rocked my world because I never knew. I never knew what happened during an abortion. And I had just been so blinded because I believed that I was pro-life in the sense that I would never have an abortion or encourage anyone else to have an abortion, but that I didn't have a voice in, in sharing that with another woman. But I was so convicted by what I had learned that I just knew that I knew that I knew I needed to be a part of telling this story. And so that had happened weeks prior to learning that I had booked the role. And it was during that time that God had really prepared my heart. And when the opportunity came, it happened so fast. They said, hey, the role is yours. Can you get on a plane in five hours? Because God had prepared my heart. It was easy for me to say without hesitation, yes. 
Mm-hmm. That was like the, the disciples being asked by Jesus, uh, will you be my disciple and will you leave home right now? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You, yeah, you have to drop everything and that, you know, it's not easy. But it's a short-time sacrifice for a long-time payoff and a great kingdom reward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you put your ass on the table. Mm-hmm. You're from Atlanta, so you had to go someplace else, mm-hmm. study, uh, learn the role, and then film the movie. Yeah, within just a few days. In just a few days. <laughs> yes. So what? Oh, my. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. can't even imagine. It was um, pretty crazy. Uh, but worth it. Yeah. So worth it all. And um just for the impact for such a time as this. It's yeah. just been beautiful. Absolutely. Because, you know, we haven't had things in perspective. We mm-hmm. have things at different stages or different times. And for it to all come together in one place and to have the realization of what it is to have an abortion, the emotions of those women, what is going through, plus what people at Parent, Planned Parenthood are, are actually doing and what are the things behind it, plus that struggle mm-hmm. that then Abby had. Yeah, for for herself and portraying that just really taught us. I mean, you can't even you could spend days writing down the lessons and what God has revealed <laughs> for you personally as a person who has played that role. What has happened in your heart and soul? Well, I was affected in a profoundly personal way because it was four days after I had arrived on set that uh, my mom called me and. I was very hesitant to share my story with her about what was going on because she had told me when she was younger she had an abortion. So I didn't want her to think that I was judging her by doing this Mm -hmm. movie or that this movie was about judgment or condemnation because it's not. It's about grace and forgiveness and the love of Christ. So I I started explaining Abby's testimony to her, and I knew she would be emotional, but she completely broke down sobbing I mean she was just weeping through the phone and she said Ashley I need to tell you something I've never told you before I said okay what is it mom and she's just crying and she says what you don't know is when I was 19 I was in the abortion clinic for the second time and they had called my name back I was on the table being examined by a very pregnant nurse and I got really sick to my stomach and I knew that I couldn't go through with it and I got up I walked out and I chose to have you and that was something I never knew. I had no idea that, you know, it, it was a complete Jeremiah moment where you know, God says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. I set you apart. I've appointed you. And it just, it was, it was such evidence to me that God is so real and he cares so personally for us and that he has a plan for every single one of our lives. And here I was getting ready to play Abby Johnson, one of the greatest Mm -hmm. pro-life activists of our time, never knowing that I had a story of my own. And it just put so many things in perspective for me because I thought how easy it is, how easy it is that your life almost never existed, that you, you almost never had this experience on earth to contribute to society, to have relationships, to love other people. It was almost seconds from happening for me. You know, it's wonderful in the sovereign hand of God. Mm-hmm. I always say in, in my teaching or ministering to women over the years, did you know at this time, God knew before the beginning of time, before I even knew or even created or born, I was going to be in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> so he knew 
He knew you were going to be here today when you didn't know you were going to be yeah. here. He I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't believe it either. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, it's been, it, you, you wouldn't have traded for anything in the world. Right. So right now, what he has you, he has put that together. And he mm-hmm. chose you from the beginning of the time. He knew you were going to play this role yeah. and unplanned and the impact it's going to make. Thank you so yeah. much for just all God is doing, what God is yet to do in and through you for uh, making an impact yeah. for for the future. Just praise God for that. Amen. So I'm so thankful you came in from Atlanta. It's been a kind of a whirlwind, and yeah. I'm sure it's been every place else if you have done many things, uh, been interviewed in many places, and we're so privileged to have had you Thank on you. the air today and have you in uh, the city of Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And this is not a gathering. Uh, this is a gathering. It's not an event because this is a movement. A movement. It is a movement that is going to move forward. And now this has been kind of the easy part. The hard part, although it hasn't been easy to put it together, just in two weeks' time and we're totally sold out, the hard part is now every person that has heard this and been stirred by the Spirit, we need to walk in the same obedi- mm-hmm. obedience that you did. Yes. And um, my prayer is that everyone will walk in that. Uh, regardless of what it is, our yes is on the table, and let God take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. Thank you, actually, Bradshaw, for being on here and playing the beautiful role of Abby. And if you haven't seen it, you really need to go out and see it. It's right at the Regal, right on Transit Road. And uh, we've had vigils at Planned Parenthood today, and our pastors are all going to be doing a time this weekend, five minutes of silence plus prayer in all their congregations, no matter where it is or what religion that, that is happening today here at Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take that break. And when we come back, it's going to be Operation Exodus as we are helping support the Jewish men and women who are fulfilling Aliyah and going back to their home country, Israel. For centuries, people have wrestled with questions regarding the future. And as Christians, we have long asked what the Bible has to say about it. Now Dr. David Jeremiah offers a definitive collection of resources on Bible prophecy, end times, and the apocalypse. And it's on sale now at Bender's Christian Store. If you saw him at the Overcomer Tour in Rochester or listened to his radio show Turning Point, you've heard Dr. Jeremiah talk about his new book, Book of Signs, a comprehensive exploration of biblical prophecies and signs. You will see not only how God's Word offers insights into the future, but also how Scripture builds faith through the events of the past and encouragement through the uncertainty of the present. Stop into Bender's Christian Store now and check out Book of Science for yourself. It's a truly epic and authoritative guide to biblical prophecy, a must-have resource for all Christians. And this month it's on sale in hardcover for 40% off. So reconnect with your friends at Bender's Christian Store and check out all the gifts that they have for you and your loved ones. They're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of the Eastern Hills Mall. You can also find them on Facebook or call them at 716-633-5757. They look forward to seeing you there. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. 
Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's Word, He has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back from our break. It's so good to be with you. And um, just know that uh, we could not be on the air without endorsing sponsors. And we couldn't be on the air without private donations. And I'm so thankful for both and for the quality of the people who want to have and an endorse this program uh, that you hear the commercials or the uh, script for the day, the scripture for the day, that these are people that love Jesus. They are involved in ministry and they're helping people. And uh, that's why they're my endorsing sponsors. So I'm so thankful for each one. And then I'm also thankful for individual private. It's been individuals. It has been churches. I'm so thankful for that. So if you want to donate, you can do by two ways. You can go to todayslivinghope.com. You can actually make a donation through PayPal. Or you can go on there and even use your own uh, credit card uh, for that. I just had a lady the other day that's going to do that as a deduction on her charge to her card monthly so if you would uh, like to do that that helps us stay on the air and helps us actually do the ministry of today's living hope which includes seminars bible studies counseling and some other things so todayslivinghope.com well this time every week we spend time with deborah minolte from operation exodus and uh, so glad to have you on today deborah and trying to catch you just from your travels and your trips because god has you really busy with operation Operation Exodus. Um, share with us today what God has laid on your heart from just your own experiences just in this last week mm. and things that are happening. Well, I think you you said it. I've been doing a lot of traveling, and um, so we need volunteers. <laughs> we need people who want to um, also understand about Aliyah and the return of the Jewish people and the nation of Israel to really if it's in your bones if you if what I'm saying resonates with you if you read books about Israel the Holocaust war uh, you know World War Two, if those things resonate with you and you wonder what is this all about what's happening in the world today call our office there's a place for you Linda as I shared my testimony I found a book at Bender's Christian Bookstore years ago in 2000 about 1999 I believe it was picked it up and I read it and the Lord just I don't you don't know what's the Lord doing at the time from a Christian bookstore you pick up a book and it literally transforms you yes and calls you in the ministry if oh my gosh 
Christian bookstores. And we just have recently have heard a whole slew of them are closing. Mm. I'm telling you, there's nothing like there's going nothing and like open it. it up, read the books, look at them. Bender's Christian Bookstore, just the lighthouse here in this area. Help us by helping them and shop shop there. But you found a book, and God forever changed your life. Forever, forever changed my life. And I think, um, my goodness, we weren't going to go here, but I just want to <laughs> tell people that if you have that sense, go with it. Don't mm-hmm. don't get off the bus. If you hear something in your spirit or you think, you, who knows, you don't know if it's God or not, but something gets you excited. Go with that gut feeling. Go, uh, Keep going with it. Keep going with it and see what happens. And you'll be challenged. But I ended up calling and you sense that you heard from God through that. And so you can't ignore that. And that's not a time to consider pros and cons or what if and what if or have all the fears. I can't move. I can't do this. It is a time for obedience. It is. And, you know, I, I was praying about that for years before. Waiting for an answer, waiting for an answer. Mm. Sometimes you people have a vision and a dream and you don't see it coming and you wait and wait and wait. And I think at one point I just said, okay, God, either take this burden from me or do something with it. I can't I can't carry Mm. this anymore. And that's when I had that coupon at Bender's and there was the answer. He does like you to search and see. Yes, there's that process. I don't know what he was doing with me during that time. It wasn't pleasant a lot of the time, but um when I saw the book, I said, oh, my gosh, that's it. It really is true. They really are going back to Israel. I, did, I wasn't versed on the scriptures. It was really so much a gut of what I saw on TV, what I listened to, the books that I read when I was young, then after I went to the Ukraine. So he he kind of put it all together for you, though, pieces by pieces. Piece he was leading you and guiding you to the next Thing. Yes, and I have to keep reminding myself of that now. He does <laughs> he does guide us to the next step. Mm-hmm. So this devotion today is actually very close to my heart because this is when I was a little girl that I would actually study little um, study or read books about the righteous among the nations. This is from the devotional book that we talk about um, mm-hmm. several times, different times, uh, as Deborah's on the air, called God Keeps Covenant. And you can call Operation Exodus and get a copy of this book for yourself. Please do. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful devotion. And this is on day seven. It's, called, it's World War II and the Holocaust. And so these are people um, called the righteous among the nations of Gentiles who actually put themselves at risk to help save Jewish people during World War II. Now, during World War II, we know about the Nazism. We know what they did. We know how they systematically labeled Jewish people as inferior and then systematically went out to ultimately destroy them. And there was Christians around at the time, of course, in these different nations, starting in in Germany. And these Gentiles were either perpetrators who were the ones who would go along with Nazi Germany in the different nations and stand and come against the Jews for their own anti-Semitic reasons. Or there were bystanders. Bystanders were those who saw what was happening, didn't know what to do about it, but just watched. But then, at different times, they turned into rescuers. 
a rescuer was one who would either help them, hide them, give them food, something that enabled them to live. And that decision came sometimes instantaneously. Sometimes you are a bystander, and there would be a knock on the door and say, Will you help me? Would you take care of me? Would you take my child in? And it was at that moment that they became rescuers. Israel recognizes them as the righteous among the nations. And if you could go to Yad Vashem, is the National Memorial Remembrance Center. It's in Israel. And there they recognize that there is a group of people who documented proof that they helped Jewish people during World War II. Um, I had the number, I think it was something like 200,000 righteous among the nations, Gentiles, who did help them. And I'll just share just a little bit, um, but I would encourage your listeners to go to Yad Vashem. Yad, Y-A-D, Vashem, V-A-S-H-E-M. And it's an official remembrance center of the Holocaust. Uh, you can, and there is a Holocaust museum in Washington, D.C., but the one in Yad Vashem really recognizes the righteous among the nations. And they, and as Gentiles, were honored um, mm-hmm. that they even recognized Gentiles because so many of them were perpetrators. Any non-Jew is considered a Gentile. And six million were killed during that time. You know what interests me? Because we're talking about Jewish people, difficult times, and what was happening. Why weren't other Jewish people helping them? Why did God call upon Gentiles? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, the Gentiles were the safest ones at the moment. If you, if you were Jewish, Jewish, you were hiding. You were hiding. You were, you were hiding. totally. Yeah. But people were having underground things. People were trying to protect. But then God put it on the heart of Gentiles again to show the Jewish people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good, good point. So many of the, uh, the children were raised by Christians and, um, and, and they chested. You know, there would be mothers giving their children away to take my child, take my child, do whatever you want to do with them. Raise them as a priest if you want to. Just save my child. Yes. And that moment as a Christian, you can either or Gentile, you say one or the other. I'm going to I'm going to do this because it's the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do back then. But it could cost your life. And it could cost the, the lives of your family. It wasn't easy to be a rescuer back then. Many of them did not make it. So they had to take a stand. They had to make a decision. Um, they, and they were drawn by God, but they were taking a chance. Absolutely. They were being risked because they, too, could have been killed. Yes. And, you know, Jewish people aren't perfect. Israel is not perfect. But the God of Israel is. And the mm. God of the Jewish people are telling you... And one of my favorite scriptures is, um, and for some reason it did not. Okay, Proverbs 24, 11, 1 through 12. I'm going to read this. Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back 
though staggering towards slaughter. If you say, but we knew nothing about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay everyone according to what they have done? Wow, powerful verse. Yes, he will. Yes. Accountability, command, obedience, do the right thing. Solomon, I mean, when he wrote that, is there any other event in history that talks about being those led to slaughter, to rescue them? And even in the New Testament, Matthew twenty-five thirty-seven to 40, mm. I want you to think about this scripture in a little bit of a different way. And this is where the people are coming to Jesus and saying, where were you? I didn't see you in prison. I didn't see you hungry. And so he's having this back and forth dialogue. And Matthew twenty-five thirty-seven to 40 says, then the righteous will answer him. So the righteous will answer him, Lord. When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick, or in person and visit you? And the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of these, the least of these, my brothers... You did for me. Mm-hmm. Jesus is speaking to, you know what? The hungry, the ones that are poor, the ones who are naked, the ones who are in need. These are my brothers. So I don't know what crowd. I'm sure he was talking to Jewish people, but he's also talking to us. And he's saying, do it to the least of my brethren. Yes, Gentiles, Christians, but you cannot negate that he's talking about the Jewish people who are his brothers. So we have to remember when we read these scriptures that Jesus is a Jewish Messiah. He's Jewish. And so when he says, my brothers, he's talking literally about his DNA. Mm-hmm. His, his own DNA. Mm-hmm. He's Jewish. But I love the Proverbs twenty four eleven through 12. Rescue those who are being led away to slaughter. It is so important for us to realize that how we make the right choices because of the commands of Scripture, we're fulfilling Scripture. Yes, we're also fulfilling the will of God, not only for the people that we're helping, but for our own souls. In Isaiah, they are to go back home. They are to be drawn back home. It is a fulfillment that needs to happen before the Lord returns. Mm-hmm. So we're we're just fulfilling. I would like to think, just in my own humanness. Okay, Alia, man, whoever by the Spirit wants to go back home, because there's a cost. Read um, vocationally. There's a cost. The Spirit has to draw you. You would not just go on your own. You have mm-hmm. to be drawn back because it is a great sacrifice. We're really fulfilling the scriptures, and those things have to be fulfilled as prophesied in order for the Lord to return. Mm. And again, he's calling upon the Gentiles to yes. be assistant, be assisting. And I think it's really important that we watch what's happening in the world today. 
um, some of the people who were rescuers back then, we know some of the well-known ones. Mm, um, I, uh, I think I want you to. I think I would like to take a break before sure. we talk about that, because then we'll also have time to talk the, about the upcoming um, projects in the trip. Uh, so I'm going to take this break right now um, and for our endorsing sponsors, and so thankful for each one of them that come on on board for us each time. So we're going to take that short break, and we're going to be back, and we're going to conclude just. Who were some of the people that were really helpful as Gentiles during the Holocaust time? What God is doing now in paying attention to our politics and who's doing what? It's very, very important. As Christians, I think we need to have our antennae up and be paying attention for the fulfillment of Scripture of what is happening uh, in this day and age uh, every day, actually. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Welcome back. You have been listening to Deborah Minolte and Linda Penn on Today's Living Hope. And this is our half hour that we talk about Operation Exodus and what's happening with our Jewish nation, with our Jewish people. What does it mean to fulfill Aliyah? What is happening in everyday life as we see politics changing, as we see current events changing? We really see the hand of God and what he is fulfilling and what he's doing. And so excited to see those things and say, oh, right, right on spot with scripture of what our covenant was with Abraham and how he's going to fulfill that. And us as the United States and Christian people, we really need to be praying for the peace of God and cooperating. And we are thankful for the recent decisions that's been made by our government for the Golan Heights and that we will support Israel. And um, we here as Operation Exodus, we want to support those Jewish people that are going back, fulfilling 
Aliyah, and God brought you in your anointing and calling by just picking up a book at Bender's one day as you're strolling into a Christian bookstore, changed your life forever, of which uh, you and I have talked um, certainly off air. We're friends. We've been involved in um, you're so excited about the calling of God on your life and the anointing that he is using you and that you are serving in in his will. Um, not saying it's not tough. doesn't mean it's uh, so easy. Um, there's always problems. There are always certain things, but spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Yeah. And yet um, our devotion today is just how God is using people. He's using you, Deborah. He, and our listeners, he wants to use you out there a, as well. So as we're talking about who were some important people during the time of the Holocaust that decided to um, um, the die rescuers. They, they were, were rescuers. rescuers. They were rescuers. All right. So we, we have about 14 minutes, I think, to, yeah, okay. for this last part. Good, because I think there's a lot on my heart I want to share. Okay, so you go you. for it, girl. <laughs> right. Well, some of the well-known ones. We have Oscar Schindler. If anybody has seen Schindler's List, um, he's probably the most famous righteous Gentile because of the movie. Um, He saved thousands of Polish Jews by shielding them as workers in his factories. And his offspring are in the thousands right now. And um, he just stood up to the Nazis. And he was not going to let anybody take one of, quote, his Jews away. And so um, he didn't die a very wealthy man. He just did what he was supposed to do, and he did it. Um, there's another woman, Irina Sendler. You can look her up. Mm. And you can look up Righteous Among the Gentiles if you want to read stories of courage. Wonderful, inspiring stories. Irene Sendler, um, when Hitler and the Nazis built the Warsaw Ghetto, um, they brought together about 500,000 Polish Jews behind that ghetto waiting just to be killed and slaughtered. And many of the Polish Gentiles turned their backs. Mm. Um, They did. But, you know, for whatever reason, took a risk. You know, if you you were even caught giving them a piece of bread, you would have been killed, and your family. But Irene Sendler, she, um, unfamiliar name to a lot of people, she defied the Nazis by going into the ghetto and smuggling out 2,500 children. In this little basket on her bike, she would put these babies in her basket and she would do things to distract the dogs because the dogs would smell. I mean, they used dogs a lot, the Nazis, and she would have um, different foods for the dogs when she would go in and out. <laughs> she would, they would probably put a little bit of medication in the babies so they would sleep. But she was able to get out 2,500 by smuggling them out from 1942 to 1943 and non-Jewish families adopted them. I believe she was a nurse. It's an amazing story. There's also Pastor um, Andre Tricom, I think his name is. Him and his wife uh, Magda, well, they were the religious leaders of the Huguenots. I didn't, you know, the Huguenots are still out there in France and their village was Les Chabon. This whole Mm. village, amazing, was full of Huguenots. And they, the whole village hid 5,000 Jewish people during the war, right under the noses of the Nazis. Everybody in that town was a Christian who hid the Jewish people, and they protected. They didn't tell on one another. They saved 5,000 
that story and when you there is a movie you can watch about spiritual um, warfare signs i think it's called spiritual warfare actually it's about interviewing these men and women in the town and say why did you do this five thousand they just kept saying it was the next thing to do it's the right thing to do they didn't consider themselves heroes Mm. and we also have a man on our um who's a partner with us he's a good good friend of ours he lives in um in the Indiana or in Michigan area and he was a little boy raised on a farm with his grandfather and they had Jewish people on their farm and his father his grandfather just said to be quiet don't tell the Nazis anything um, and he was obedient to hide them on the farm in Germany and so over the years um, when I was in the Ukraine we did give Operation Exodus or Ebenezer gave Holocaust survivors a free trip to Israel um, on the ship and they could go back <clears throat> and um, and some of them made Aliyah and so we got to meet them and to carry their luggage and to hear their stories look at their tutus and even here in the United States we have helped children of Holocaust survivors and I believe we might have helped one Holocaust survivor and grandchildren of mm. Holocaust I remember survivors. Shirley coming on and telling us many, many stories. And then her um, her her need, wanting to talk to them, and how she felt so hindered because she couldn't understand the language um, and wanted to be able to communicate more. And she prayed and prayed and said, Lord, you have got to help me. And you talk about a miracle. You talk We talk about healing miracles. She woke up the next day and could speak Russian and to understand it and speak it and have that communication that's a miracle oh it was <clears throat> and i was a witness i was on the ship with her she did she when did, that happened not when it happened but short, not too long afterwards but um i know the stories from people who were there with her and she's from south africa <laughs> you just don't get russian overnight and um, I wanted to be her ship assistant, actually, in the Ukraine. And um, the leaders kept saying, has God given you Russian yet? And I said, no. And I'd pray. <laughs> Did he give it to me? No, he didn't give it to me. Um, you saw miracles all the time. But because of that, then I was a volunteer in England in our national, international office. So we are actually ministering to Holocaust survivors in the next few weeks. We'll be bringing them mm-hmm. baskets called... Um, through a mitzvah project that we'll be having in New York City. So I want people to understand there's still a need to minister to Holocaust survivors, to be aware of what's happening right now. And I think this is what I want people to hear. There is a rise in anti-Semitism right now, dramatic rise. Oh, you see it. You you see it on our media. You see it in conversations. you feel parts it in of our government. <laughs> yeah, parts, parts of our government are yes. saying it, and we will be called upon again. Yes, to, in different ways. Will we be the bystander? Will we help them make Aliyah? Will we voice a support for Israel out loud, or will we be, be intimidated by louder voices? Hmm. It's happening now. Um, even for us to say that we stand with Israel and we support Israel and help thousands get back to Israel, you become a, a, a you become a target for the enemy. Oh, we we but do. God is bigger. But God is bigger, and God has us on on a mission and a journey uh, as people who believe in Him, who love Him, 
because of our salvation and want to serve him, um, he is asking the church to rise. Mm -hmm. He really is to take a stand that the only way to God is through the son, Jesus Christ, that we're to take a stand of things we've just been talking about, uh, even on the the abortion issue and um, euthanasia and anti-Semitism. God is calling his church to speak, Mm -hmm. to be faithful, to pull on the comfort of the of our faith and to finish well and it seems like it's he's really doing a work we see so many things happening through our churches it's a blessing and there's more to come and we're going to be talking about it on our future radio programs as well it's important it is and i don't know who who said that but what is it evil triumphs when good men do nothing mm-hmm. um courage is a gift that we have to ask god for well, when we get um, we get what we don't ask for. We get what we don't ask for, which is nothing. So the things that are changing in our society, we need to speak up. Do the next right thing according to the scripture mm-hmm. and how you are raised as a Christian person. That's why we're saying Gentiles do the next right thing. We're helping Jewish people. Help volunteer. Operation oh, yes. Exodus. Well, the be scripture, involved. Yeah, the scripture in sixty-two, Isaiah sixty-two, seven. I have posted on. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent, day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest, and give Him no rest till He establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. We need intercessors, people mm-hmm. who have a heart to intercede. These are prayers. Networking with other intercessors on the phone, meeting face-to-face, targeted intercession for the the support of Israel and the support of the Jewish people to go back to Israel and to keep them safe during this time for funding from the Lord so they can get everything they need so they can be planted in the land. God says, I will plant them with all my heart and with all my soul. And we know that serving and helping God isn't to earn our salvation, but it's because of our salvation that God um, has directed us through the scripture. He's given us, we've mentioned several uh, scriptures today of how he is going to protect and what he wants us to do. In that prayer life and in that intimacy, we're then going to seek God. And he's going to show us and direct us then on what we are to do. And that means we've got to change our schedules. That means we, we've got to make time for him in prayer and intimacy. we really got to seek his face and say, what do you want me to do? And what do you want me to be involved in? This is involvement with his chosen people. Yes, and you This can, is kingdom building. And to be a part of a body, a ministry that does help is really exciting. You can be alone in your closet, but you can also get involved and and there's so much to do, just networking and, and understanding the churches, um, praying for the church, incurring the church, but also looking at the Jewish people in your neighborhood. Look what's happening around you. Be aware. The first thing, be aware. Look at the news. See what's happening. Go to scriptures and see Israel is the cornerstone. It's the apple of his eye right now. Mm, yes, and you see just... Um, Different things happening just with the agreement of the Golan Heights and some of the other things. And uh, just uh, Israel's our, our ally and we are an ally to them. Just knowing that we are to be time and space and of our materials. Mm-hmm. So prayer. Churches should have Operation Exodus in their budget yes. to help Aliyah fulfill and the witness of 
preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.